listening to the Fun with Horror podcast with your hosts, Scotty and Andrew. <laughs> hey, Andrew. Hey, Jay. I almost said, hey, Jason. <laughs> it's Friday the 13th. <laughs> Perfect. Hey, Scotty. <laughs> Yeah, just call me Jason. I think I might. Yeah, this will be a Jason episode. <laughs> yeah, so happy uh, Friday the thirteenth. Yes, happy um, Friday the thirteenth. So let's let's real quickly say that yeah, we are uh, we're recording this on Friday the thirteenth, even though the episode doesn't go live until Tuesday the seventeenth. Correct. But yes. we thought it'd be appropriate to record on Friday the thirteenth since it's falling uh, this week. Yes. Yeah. It, it How was your right. week? <laughs> How was your week, Andrew? It was good. I had a pretty good week. Um, I gotta tell you one thing we did though. We uh, okay. We had a, a my my kiddo's birthday's coming up, and so we had a little slumber party. Uh-oh. And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, we did a. Uh, they were playing hide and go seek in the dark, and yes, my wife and I were like, "Well, we're playing." And so what we did was, <laughs> I have a blue blue Bluetooth speaker um, connected to my phone, and I hit it in the house and we turned all the lights off and they didn't, they didn't know I was going to do this at first either. We kind of jumped into the game and I plugged in my, or uh, I put my phone on and I, I hid and then I put messages through my phone to talk on this (laughs) loudspeaker, um, scary (laughs) things or clues to where I may or may not be. And it was, uh, we had a blast, man. They were, they were, (laughs) they were scared to death in the best way. It was sort of like when you go to a haunted house you know, uh, and people jump at you. Oh, yeah. They had that same yeah. emotion and feeling. Um, and it was so, like, when they found me, they're like, we got to do it again. Can we do it again? I was like, yeah, we can do again, it again. again. <laughs> so <laughs> it was a blast, man. It was so fun. We had a good time. That very much reminds me of my childhood. Yeah? How so? Yeah. Oh, no, I just, I did plenty of things like that. No. Oh. Uh, hiding behind doors with uh, my Freddy glove on and <laughs> scaring my friends and... Yeah, it was a good time. <laughs> it is. It's it's always good to have a little scare. <laughs> That's awesome. So, um, before we get into our movie of the week, yes, I wanted to since it's since it's Friday the thirteenth. Mm-hmm. Uh, you and I recently had a little conversation, and I thought it'd be nice to kind of recount a couple things we mentioned. Uh, yes. So, the age-old question, Andrew. Yes. What is your favorite? Friday the 13th movie. And this is counting all of them. This is Freddy versus Jason and mm-hmm. uh, the remake as well as all 10 Friday the 13th movies. What's your favorite? There's a lot that are great. Um, but yeah. I, th- I think the one that really sticks and, you know, one is a lot of fun. Um, but the one that really sticks is two movie two. Um, yes. We get to actually see, you know, that the killer is Jason this time. And yeah. it was my probably my favorite. I know he's so iconic, obviously, with his hockey mask. But having that burlap sack and those overalls was just like it was so cool. <laughs> it was just yeah, a really I cool totally look. Totally agree. Um, so yeah, two really sticks with me. I just thought it was a cool look. I like that he was the killer this time. Uh, yeah, two two for me. What about you? What do you and and the well the ending of two is oh, yeah. brilliant. Yes, through the window. Funny thing, funny thing. Uh, it's interesting you mentioned that because last night, um, so 
this past year I got the big Scream Factory Friday the 13th Blu-ray box set. Beautiful. And such a great box set if you're a fan. Uh, so last night we actually did watch part two. Did you? Yeah. And I thought about you because yes. I know this is your favorite. And also I feel like as time has gone on, mm-hmm. I feel like Friday the 13th aficionados really, really uh, – they really dig the the – Part two, Jason with the burlap sack. Yeah, yeah. I think he's he's gotten very popular over time. I would agree with that. Yep, for um, sure. But my favorite. So one thing we did mention back around 2014, I did. I had a little project that I created for myself over the summer where I did watch all ten Friday the Thirteenth movies and then the remake. I didn't I didn't watch Freddy vs. Jason that year, but mm. I wanted to watch all 10 plus the remake. And the most interesting thing that happened in that rewatch was that I realized that I love the remake and it's actually my favorite of all of them. I think I think for the first time Jason is actually very frightening at times mm-hmm. because he actually runs at you. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah. I mean, I just remember when I was rewatching one through ten, I I just thought, man, he would be the easiest killer to get away from, except for his ability to seemingly teleport places. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I I love the remake. I think it's I think it's a little underappreciated, but I think also I've heard a lot of really good word of mouth about the remake recently, which is crazy. I love it. I love. How people look at things in retrospect and mm-hmm. general opinions start to change, you know? Absolutely. No, I agree. Um, but before we stop talking about Friday the 13th, let's give a quick shout out to the opening credits of part eight, <laughs> Jason Takes Manhattan. Yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> I watched that the other night as well. And man, I, I am just addicted to that song. Well, it it honestly it, that song puts you immediately in the eighties, yeah. and I mean that in the best way. Like you hear it and you're just you're transported yes. to the eighties. Oh, I love it! I love it! I actually just recently bought the soundtrack on vinyl, and I can't. I I after I ordered it, I looked at the tracks and I saw that that song is the final track on the <laughs> on the records, and I'm just so excited. So oh, beautiful. That's what I'm hoping. Uh, I hope people, when they listen to this podcast, too, because we've mentioned a few songs. I, I hope I hope people go and at least listen to some music, man. I think they're going to get a good treat out of it. Yeah. Um, yeah, We there's so many, so many good horror movie songs and stuff, and so many people have made good playlists. In fact, we have a Spotify, and it's uh, I think it's just fun with horror. Um, and we have a horror movie playlist yes. up there that people can listen to. Um, yeah. Yeah. That should get you at least excited for the, uh, the fall season. Get you pumped. <laughs> at the for, very least. At the very least. <laughs> and speaking of, uh, let's, let's thank, let's thank everybody for listening to the first premiere episode of our podcast. Woo-hoo! Um, I don't know how many downloads we're at right now. It's, you know, in the general scheme of things, it might not be a lot but to us uh you know 25 plus downloads is pretty awesome that's amazing we really we appreciate it it's so it's really cool to see 
you know, this little community forming. Like it's 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 awesome. I'm I'm yeah. so excited to see those numbers. I think it's just a blast. Yeah, I've I've had really great experiences in horror communities and yeah, I look forward to this one growing a little bit, but even if it doesn't, hey, we're having a good time. Absolutely. That's what it's about. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so without uh without further ado, let's talk about our movie of the week. Spiral from the Book of Saw. Jigsaw? Wait, I thought the Jigsaw Killer was dead. He is. Frank, they are hours, not days. How can I catch this guy? If there's nobody on the bus, I can bus! You can't do this alone. Our second movie, our second episode, we uh we we watched Spiral from the Book of Saw. Yes, we did. <laughs> and I would like to know what you thought about it. Let me, uh, let me, I got to put my, my mind back in a really dark place. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll give you, I'll give you two seconds. Here okay. One, two, darkness. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> no, I had fun <laughs> with it. I'll say that, but boy, these, well, I'll just jump right in. The, the biggest things of course, with any Saw movie, I feel like are the, the kills. Mm-hmm. And this one had some gnarly kills. Um, I would say, just jumping back through one through eight, um, this one had some of the most gruesome, maybe? Uh, yeah. I think, yeah. Just thinking about it, I think it probably had some of the most gruesome kills. Um I mean, right away, it, of course, with a Saw movie, it just starts with a bang, or in this case, a tongue. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. Thank you. I'm and here all real week. Real quick. Let, yeah, go let's for it. Let's just yeah. reiterate. Yes. Yeah. Let's reiterate to everybody out there, we are about to spoil Sorry, yes. Spiral. Yes. Um, we, should, we should remind people of that <laughs> pretty much every week. This is the movie of the week. We are going to spoil this movie. So if you haven't seen it and you don't want it spoiled, maybe pause this and come back to it when you've seen it. Uh, Otherwise, let's continue. All right. So I would say this one was definitely gruesome. um, And it really, this is one of those horror movies. You know, if I watch like a slasher movie, um, like an 80s slasher movie, I I always, when I'm done, I, I still feel good. Like that was fun. That was that was great, <laughs> which is terrible. But you know, <laughs> well, we talked about I just that saw last week. Teenagers die. Yeah. I feel good. <laughs> yeah, feel okay. <laughs> feel better. Um, no, <laughs> but this one, this one at the end, I just felt kind of gross. <laughs> felt kind of dirty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I, you know, that's I guess that's kind of always how they've been with Saw. Um, where you just kind of leave and you're like, oh, man, I need to watch something happy. Um, I know that I think yeah. that happened with you as well, where you just wanted to watch something kind of nicer. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Afterward. Take uh, a shower. Right. <laughs> 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 exactly. Um, yeah, just, no, I'm, I was okay. It was, it was my girlfriend. Like, she, as soon as it finished, she, she immediately turned and said, can we watch something happy now? <laughs> And I said yes. Yeah, I'm with her. I have to agree. So, what? A few things on this one. Uh, yeah, go for it. Anytime you have Samuel L. Jackson, I'm on board. 
Um, he's great. I love Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. Uh, I liked the dynamic between our our main character Chris Rock and and Samuel L. Jackson, who plays his father in this movie, who was a, a former police chief. Um, and I liked their dynamic. Although I wish one thing I do wish is that they had more screen time together. We only really got. Mm, one maybe well maybe two scenes where it was the two of them and i would have liked more in my yeah, opinion but you know? at the same time there's a definite reason you're right they aren't on screen together you're right you're absolutely right um which makes sense but i guess just you know i always one thing i always do and i think you know this about me i always look at acting when i watch a movie yeah. i look at a lot of other yeah. stuff but acting is something i always i constantly look at um and so I, I guess for me, I, I, I would have liked to have seen them together more. Um, but I'll be honest, um, right. this week, yeah. um, I watched, you know, I, I watched it twice. Uh, right. Once the movie, and then I watched it uh, with the commentary. And weirdly enough, the second viewing, when it came to the Sam Jackson part, mm-hmm. I had totally forgotten he was in the movie for really? some weird reason. I <laughs> He came on and I... I Said to myself, oh, oh, crap. That's right. Sam Jackson's in this movie. Great. And I don't know if that's because he wasn't in the movie a hell of a lot or right. if it was because Chris Rock did a good job of really shining in the movie. Right. That's fair. Yeah. You, I get that. I get that. And it was nice to see, you know, Chris Rock kind of do something different that he's not known for, um, yeah. which is always fun. I love seeing comedians do something a little darker or more dramatic. Um, cause they usually do pretty well, which is great. Yeah. And I haven't seen his season of Fargo, so. Oh, I have uh, not either. Yeah. So this, for both of us, then this was the first time we've seen him in something like dramatic. Right. Yeah. Um, so I think, I think the movie was fun. It was definitely a Saw movie. Um, you know, I mean, even though it's Spiral from the Book of Saw, it was a Saw movie, you know, from start to finish, it really felt like it's an, it's a continuation. Um, yeah, and it it is a sequel, right? Even though it doesn't have much to do with the other movies, it's still it's not a remake or anything like that. It's a it's a definite sequel to Correct. everything that's come before. Yeah, and they mentioned, <clears throat> excuse me, they mentioned characters from the last, you know, ones. Yeah, um, John Kramer. John Kramer. Yeah, absolutely. Um, him a few times. Yeah, they do. Uh, but I will say one thing I I really liked too was. I always love when there's um, they go to the scene of the crime and there's like a clue already set up from the bad guy, you know. Yeah. yeah. And so I really did like that at the beginning when they go to the first the first spot and they find the tongue, um, and then they do that again with the with the with the fingers, I believe. Um, well, they keep they keep uh, getting delivered to the police. Station. Right. That's right. Yes. 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 You're right. Um, which all <laughs> very. Uh... Yeah, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say that reminds me of one part, which when they get there, they get one box and it's yeah. a bigger box, which hasn't, there's, there hasn't been a, one that big yet. Right. And they're all like, call the bomb squad. And Chris Rock is like, nope. And everyone else leaves. And I'm like, I, I don't know. I'm probably would have waited for a bomb squad, my man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he just, is, there's people, there's lives are on the line, which I get. But he was he was a hardened cop. He was. See, you're right. He was he was he was tough. He was he was brutal. He wasn't gonna sit and wait for a bomb squad. He was gonna tell everybody to leave. And if there was a bomb in it, so be it. Because he's Chris Rock. Whoa. 
<laughs> why did you not get hired for the trailer? <laughs> right. <laughs> because they don't do that anymore. Oh, yeah. That's right. It's all it's all dialogue now. <sighs> Thanks, the early 2000s. <laughs> uh. <laughs> God. <sighs> anyway. <laughs> but I, I will also say, um, going to this, uh, I did figure out the twist pretty early on. Uh, you did? I did. Yeah. I actually didn't. I, oh, I, right on. I'm not ashamed to admit I did not. Fair. Well, I'm, I did not. I did. I did not. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but I, I think there was just a lot of clues and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not great at a lot of things in life, but I can usually pick up, <laughs> pick up a twist in a movie pretty early on. True. That's what, thank you. <laughs> I'm going to go eat some ice cream in the shower fetal position. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but the, I, that's one thing I've always been pretty good at is I can usually pretty early on, if there's a twist, I usually can figure it out. And this one was yeah. uh, same thing. There was just a few lines that were mentioned, um, by our killer, uh, you know, talking about his childhood or I've wanted to do this for so long. And it just kind of, I went, mm, that line was in there deliberately. There was a reason for that. And so I, I did, See, I figured it out. I feel like pretty quick. That's awesome. I'm, that's I'm impressed because and I'm sure like I th- I feel like I'm maybe a bit of an idiot with this movie because I'm sure there's <laughs> lots of people out there like <laughs> you didn't figure out the twist? What the- oh my god. <laughs> what are you stupid? <laughs> but no, I didn't. And the one thing that threw me, and it was my own mind, uh when when Max Mangella Came right. in as uh, Chris Rock's uh, partner, new partner. Uh, I he was he was the movie reminded me of Seven so much, Ooh, and yeah. it turns out that they were actually going for that. They wanted they wanted it to feel like Seven, oh, and so sure. when they introduced Max and his character, I said he's gonna die. Mm. They're gonna kill him off because he's like the nice innocent kid, right? And then they killed him off. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, see, I was right. I know things. I'm a genius. <laughs> so when it turned out that he was the the one pulling all the strings, and I was like, well, heck, you guys got me. Good job. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's you stupid. Awesome. No. No. <laughs> no, I know you're not saying oh. that, but I guarantee one person, <laughs> at least, listening to this is going to be like, <laughs> You're an idiot. Well, I'm, I'll get the same thing, though. Someone will be on here and be like, you did not figure it out. You're a liar. <laughs> you yeah, idiot. On the other side of the coin. <laughs> right, yeah. That was impossible to figure no out. One, no one figured that out. <laughs> no one knew. <laughs> so, yeah, we're, we'll I, both I, get We it. are not making fun of our fans, by the way. No, no. Good gravy. <laughs> <laughs> Except for you. Yeah, right. you. The one that's one making guy. fun of us. You. No, yeah. I want people to make fun of it. <laughs> I do too. I'm, I'm I should have figured it out. I'm I I don't know. I think you did a good job figuring it out. Well, thanks, man. Well, and I I will say so, so oh, go continue ahead. Continue on. Yeah. No. And so I guess my Oh, you. Okay. <laughs> my favorite part of this movie was um in my opinion, Max Minghella. I think I think he's I've always liked mm-hmm. him. I think he's a great actor. Yeah. Um I think he really does play a very he just he plays it real. His characters, he's very believable, 
and this was another one. I thought yeah, it was it was nice to see him do the um, do kind of both sides again, like like both sides of the coin. We got to see him as this kind of rookie style cop, you know, sort of, um, and yeah. then we got to see him as a sadistic psychopath. Uh, and so I, I loved seeing I him. Like the, I like the way he walks. Right, did you ever he did. That? Yeah, the way he walks. He kind of almost got a cool walk. Yeah. He was, yeah, it was at the end that I noticed it. Now that I think about it, it's when he's with, when we, when he reveals himself. Well, yeah. 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 Um, let's, let's just take a moment and uh, reflect on Max Minghella walking. <laughs> if anything, yeah. that'll get people to watch this movie. Like, I like <laughs> yes. Max Minghella, but I don't know how he walks. Watch it. <laughs> or, or they'll be like, wait, he walks in this movie? Yeah. Yes. Something I'm a little buying different. It right now. <laughs> He, he's really method. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I heard. I heard he walked like during the entire shoot. He just didn't stop. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was days and days. Amazing. And then like they they yelled cut on the final day, and he just stopped walking. Yeah. And he was like, "See, I was in character, guys." Yeah. He lost forty six pounds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but. So Overall, I, I had fun with it. Um, like I said, it's if for people you know listening, if they are fans of Saw, I think they'll like it. It's it's definitely in that realm of Saw movies. If you aren't a fan of the torture, you might not like it as much. Um, yeah. But I think the story was good. I think the twist it, the twist was nice. I mean, I figured it out, but I think it was a fun twist. Um, and again, hopefully, if you haven't seen it, hopefully you're not to this point. We want you to watch it. Um, I, we've already warned them. I know, before, I know. So just just let it let loose. All okay. right. All right. It's Max Minghella. He did it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then I will say this. Another part I, I enjoyed was mm-hmm. uh, the voice in this, his voice. I liked that they didn't, because he's kind of technically a copycat killer. I like that they didn't go with the same voice. It was quite a wow. bit different, um, which wow. I liked. I thought that was fun. I thought that was a good Here way we to go. Oh, okay. This is this is our first disagreement. <gasps> oh, which, ladies and gentlemen, Andrew and I <laughs> very much agree a lot about movies. Yes, so we do. Lay it on me. It's not going to be a lot oh, of man. times where we're like, I don't, I don't agree with that. You're wrong. Okay. But this is yeah, I was not happy with the voice. Well, tell me. Go I want to hear your input on this and I and, and as well as what you thought too. Oh, I I'll get there, but okay. I mean, all right, all right. let's I mean, let's talk about that voice. Yes, they, yeah, yeah. They specifically and uh, in the commentary, they mm-hmm. actually say that they they went through like a couple hundred different voices. They Whoa. they agonized over what Jigsaw was going to sound like. And they didn't want it to sound like John Kramer. Okay. Um, and then they said that they tried Max Minghella's voice, and that didn't really work. And they settled on this one. And I just, to me, it felt so lifeless. Oh, um, okay. It didn't feel menacing. It didn't feel creepy or anything. It just, hi, detective. I want <laughs> to play a game. And it's like, uh, okay. Like it, di- I didn't want to play a game. Like I was like, okay, well, let's play a game where you get a new voice, Jigsaw. <laughs> so that's that was one of my uh, criticisms for the movie. I wish they had gone with something different. I 
I applaud them for trying to do something different sure. than John Kramer, but I wish it had kind of been closer or I don't know. I don't know, but just not what they ended up with. It just seems so useless. <laughs> well, I guess yeah. one thing that I would, <laughs> I would say too, though, is jumping back to this and I hadn't thought about it until just now. Did people in the saw world, I mean, civilians, well, I guess he was a police officer. I was going to say, did people hear the voice of Jigsaw that weren't, you know what I mean? They they didn't play it on the radio or anything or on the TV. Um, so maybe he didn't no. know. No, just cops. Yeah, but I was going to say, but he's a police officer. So I guess that that, yeah. that gets rid of my theory. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was trying. But I, I liked it because it was so it was so opposite. I guess that was my reason. It was it was, you know, Jigsaw's voice in the first eight is very dark and menacing. Whereas this one's kind of high pitched and I don't know. I just like the contradiction, I guess, or the No, that's I mean, that's fair. And to be honest, like when I have criticisms for something, if somebody else enjoys it, mm-hmm. I'm completely happy about that. Yeah. I, I'd oh, yeah. rather people enjoy something than feel the same way I do when I don't enjoy something. Right. No, I'm with you. I agree. Yeah. And that's not to say I didn't enjoy the movie. I like the movie too. It's just the jigsaw voice wasn't my favorite. Well, how did you, so now that we've gotten our, our disagreement out of the way and really, (laughs) really tested our friendship. um, (laughs) Podcast is over. We're done. Episode (laughs) 1.5. It's done. Uh, what did you think though? What, what was your, what was kind of your overall thoughts? Well, let me, before I, before I move in, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, what, where would you put it in? So nine saw movies now, right? Have you seen them all? I have. Okay. So where basically, where'd you put this movie compared to all the others? Okay. Well, for sure. Um, one is definitely my favorite and, and always will be. Uh, Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. That was just, yeah. It was a lot of fun uh, going through. There was a couple in the middle. And again, I, I won't, these ones I won't spoil much, but they, they worked for me. So I would say out of the nine movies, if I'm going one, you know, being the first saw, that's the best to nine. Yeah. I would put it, I'd probably put it right in the middle. I'd probably put it at, well, maybe like five, I guess I'd probably put it five. Okay. Yeah. I think, you know, yeah, I think I'm kind of the same. Um, I I liked the movie, and I actually even liked it more the second time I was watching it. Mm, okay. um, I still have problems with it, and I'll get into those, but okay. uh, I thought it was a well-done re-entry into the series. I thought the, the cinematography uh, by Jordan Oram is the guy's mm. name. He's the DP. The cinematography I thought was beautiful. The color correction, mm-hmm. I thought it was a really gorgeous looking movie. And I was super impressed with that. Um uh as far as I thought it was like you, I thought it was gruesome as heck. Yeah. Um hecking gruesome. <laughs> and <laughs> uh I thought the traps were v- like way more brutal than usual. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what's even more amazing is that we saw the tame version of the traps. There's, there's footage. They had to wrestle with the MPAA to get an R rating. Whoa. Yeah. And he was, he was describing uh, the second trap. The second trap is the one with the, uh, with the guy in the, 
the water. Yeah. About yes. to get electrocuted With and the, the, fingers. the things are pulling his fingers. And <laughs> like he said that they, you, you see every finger breaking and <sighs> stuff like that. And I'm like, Ooh, I want to see. Whoa. But at the same time, do I? Right. I don't yeah. know. Yes. But yeah, the traps are totally gruesome. Um, so I appreciated that. Uh, let's see. Um, let me get into some things that I didn't care for. Yeah, please. Um, I missed. Okay. I, well, I don't know. I liked. I liked the pig head that they used in this one. Okay. It yeah. was different than the old one, but it was bigger. Mm-hmm. It looked heavier. It was grosser. But at the same time, what was Jigsaw's obsession with sheets? Every single character that gets caught by Jigsaw uh-huh. is somewhere, and all of a sudden, the pig head appears behind him, and a you know super fast a sheet goes over their head, and there's like a loud noise to try and startle you. And I wasn't. I found myself starting to cringe bef- while each character you knew they were about to get caught, mm-hmm. uh, but not because I was scared for them, because I I knew that this was going to be loud. Right. Oh, okay. And yeah. It's the kind of jump scares that I don't really appreciate in a movie. Mm-hmm. It was cheap. And like, come on, Jigsaw, you use some imagination. Don't just throw sheets over everybody's <laughs> head. And I'm not exaggerating. Every single person he catches, he catches by putting a sheet over their face. You are right. Wow. Like, what is that? Um, And then another criticism I have is something that a lot of the Saw movies resort to. And going all the way back to the first one, I don't care for the high speed, like, camera, the ramping up. Yep. I have that same note on mine. Ugh. Yep. Like, I remember watching the first movie, and I thought it was a brilliantly told story, but I just kept thinking, man, the guy uh, crawling through razor blades, how much more effective would that have been if we had seen him actually trying to crawl at speed right? instead of like quick camera ramp ups. And they use this in this movie too. And it it pulls me away. Anytime a movie uses it, it pulls me away from the movie a little bit. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I didn't really care for that. Um, so let's, let's talk about the traps as well. Okay. Yeah. Let me... And this is something, this is a criticism that's been leveled at the different Saw movies uh, for a while now. The traps in the first movie, they had a purpose. They were supposed to teach a lesson. Good, yes. And they've kind of gotten away from that and gotten more into what kind of gruesome, horrific things can we do to these people mm-hmm. with the facade of a lesson in there. And I kind of, more than one of the characters in this did what they were supposed to do to try and survive the trap, even though it would debilitate them and cause them a lot of pain. Like the first trap, the guy is hung up by his tongue. Yes. There's a speeding subway train coming at him. His choice is to... Kick the stool out from under him, which will make him drop and rip his tongue out of his mouth, and then he can survive the subway. Well, he does that and Mm -hmm. still gets tipped by the subway car. Right. 
And same thing with the guy with his fingers. Um, he's trying to get his fingers ripped out. Uh, he's got to bite down on the, the contraption. Is that a word? Is contraption a word? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it just sounded wrong <laughs> to me for a second. He, so he's biting down on this thing that's pulling his fingers and ripping his fingers off of his hands to survive electrocution. And he does. He does what he he's ripping his fingers out, but he still gets electrocuted. Mm-hmm. And so and so it goes with everybody in the movie. And I know it's not Jigsaw. I know it's not John Kramer doing the killings. I know this guy uh, is not so much teaching these people a lesson, but you know, actually killing them. Yep. But then it just becomes torture, you know, and. The traps are still inventive, and I still enjoy watching them as a horror fan. But I do like the idea, at least the idea, that a person can try and get out of this trap to huge detriment to their body mm-hmm. and still survive. Yeah, it's interesting. And and the the, the police chief, the, the lady police chief who <clears throat> gets the uh, hot wax poured <sighs> yeah. on her face, also very gruesome. Mm-hmm. But... I don't think her trap really worked as well as it was supposed to. Like she was supposed to like, if she leans her head back, it severs her spine and then, but, and then it stops the hot wax, I think. Yeah. That was what it was supposed to do. Yes. So I don't know. I think the traps are cool and they're from a horror movie standpoint, they're (laughs) brutal, but I don't think the purpose of the traps were as well realized as they could have been. I agree. Absolutely. Um, I hope that they can get back to that in a future Saw movie for sure. I would, yeah, I would hope so too, because you're right. I mean, they didn't, no one had a chance. Yeah, nobody. In this one. (laughs) Unless, I mean, to be honest, I think maybe they acted too slow. And that was the point to to give the audience both, Mm -hmm. like, it shows them losing their appendages or whatever. It shows the guy ripping his tongue out of the mouth, but then you still see the death. You still see the the subway car slam into him and rip him to shreds. But I think, but I still, right. I think they did take a while. Um, but I feel like even in the older Saw or in the other Saw movies, it was like his own traps for the most part. So that if mm-hmm. it did happen, it would stop. Whereas this one, it's a subway. Like it's, he doesn't have control of that. It's not going to stop. Um, yeah, he's just got to rip his tongue out quick enough so that he can get out of the way of the subcar. Right. And had it been like a jigsaw trap, if he had done that, it would have been some invention that he had that would have stopped had he done it. But yeah. Yeah. So I, I agree with you a hundred percent on that. I, I, I do hope they go back to that in a future. Yeah, I'm very, Mm -hmm. very curious as to what other people think about the, the traps. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, I did think it was well directed and let's let's give some credit right now. This was the fourth Saw movie directed by Darren Lynn Bowsman. Right. And on. he directed Saw Two, Three, and Four. And then they asked him to come back for this one, which I think is pretty cool. Yeah, absolutely. Um you know, he's he's familiar with it all. Uh what did you think of the new puppet? <laughs> you know, I liked it. I think it's fine. Um, this is where I would say 
I would disagree kind of with what I said earlier, so I'm going to contradict myself, where I liked the <laughs> opposite fact of the voices, or I like the opposite, um, how, what well, you know what I mean? One was dark. Or, you like you like the new voice, yeah. Right, I like the new voice. This one, uh, it was, like I said, it was fine, it's a puppet, um, but I really liked the original puppet, and that Billy. one sort of, Billy, yeah, is sort of the, almost the face of Saw, and so to yeah. see something that was kind of this homemade which I guess so is Billy, but this almost like amateur made puppet. Um, I don't know. It wasn't as scary to me, I guess. Whereas I, I even, agree. you know, I thought Billy just was so creepy and, and fun in this one. I don't know. Yeah. It just seemed like it was like a and Billy had that laugh. Right. Yes. And he came in on the tricycle, which was awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I liked I liked Billy a lot. I didn't. I'm. I'm with you. Uh, I didn't hate the puppet. I didn't love it. Mm-hmm. I did like the foreshadowing that the puppet represented, um, because when you first see the puppet, it's in a little video that shows them the location of the detectives, the one detective's car, right? And the puppet is on marionette strings, and it raises a gun towards the camera. And that foreshadows what happens to Sam Jackson at the very end of the movie. Right. Yep. Now, the one criticism I'm going to say for the end of the movie is that they felt the need to flash back. Like when Sam Jackson, when that gun is lifted up, yep. they felt the need to flash back to the puppet. I would I, I like it more when a movie doesn't hold your hand like that. Like if I, the movie had just let you remember it. And then if you remember it, you have this aha moment, you know, where you're like, aha, I remember the puppet. Yep. So, yeah, I wish, I wish they had not held your hand a little bit there at the end, but. I have to talk about. Well, oh, I, real ahead. quick. I have that same note about a different part of the movie. Um, oh, tell which me. was I, again, I'm the same way. Like it's, it's one of those things, you know, give, give the audience some credit, you know, um, where the Chris, like Chris Rock says something along the lines of, I can't trust everyone or anyone. Right. And then it cuts or, it, you know, we go about two scenes ahead and he says the same thing or something similar and it flashes back to right after he had said it before. <laughs> and I was like, we just saw that. Like we get yeah. that he can't trust anyone. I understand that. We but, get it. Yeah, we get it. <laughs> but again, it was that same thing where I just, yeah, my immediate thought was like, I, you don't need to spoon feed it to me. I got it. I understand. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But spoon yeah. feeding. That's a good word. Yeah. I don't, I don't like to be spoon fed by right. movies. <laughs> right. I'm an adult. Although I, I got to admit, yeah, I'm an adult. <laughs> I got to admit, sometimes I do need to be spoon fed, though, but not often. <laughs> and I like it when I'm not spoon fed and like, maybe I miss it. Maybe, maybe I miss it, you know, but then. I, I watched the movie again. I'm like, oh, look at that. See, that foreshadowed the marionette. That's where I'm at with you. Got really high. <laughs> hey, you could be the next uh, voice for Saw. It can get higher every time. Do you want to play a game? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to start singing that. <laughs> oh, that, <laughs> that was like Axl Rose doing Jigsaw. <laughs> Do you want to play a game? Ooh, sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, everybody. <laughs> yeah, right. Again, just, toward, no, I, everybody's towards, deaf now. Yeah, towards the end of our podcast, it seems like we do something that's a little loud to wake everyone up. Uh, yeah, if they're yeah. falling asleep, wake up. Yeah, we're still talking. Um, 
And okay, so I think the last thing I really have to say about the movie, and I'm saving my biggest compliment for last, is oh, bless those filmmakers for constantly bringing Charlie Klauser back to do the music. He created the most iconic theme mm-hmm. with the first movie. They call it Hello Zep, I think. Yep. Yep. And they bring it back every movie. And when that just started ramping up at the end of the movie, mm-hmm. it's always my favorite thing uh, in a Saw movie. Whether I like the reveal or not, the fact that it's accompanied by Charlie Klauser's music is just, it's just brilliant. And I loved it. I loved his music in this. He, I don't know if you know Andrew, but he used to be in Nine Inch Nails. What? I did not know that. Yeah, Whoa. he's he's awesome, and he's done some other scores, but you know, most notably all the Saw movies, every single one. And that's awesome. Yeah, I think it's I I loved the music, and yeah, it's 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 a soundtrack I'll listen to on my own. So yeah, that's that's. Basically, everything I think about Spiral from the book of Saw. And I just want to um, make sure, you said you'd put it about the kind of the middle, too? Yeah. If you, if you put yeah. them all together? Okay. I I surprisingly, it's I don't really remember some of the middle Saw movies. Mm-hmm. I need to go back and rewatch them. Um, but they're, they weren't as memorable. And I mm-hmm. actually really kind of enjoyed this one and Jigsaw as well. Oh, yeah. I know they're not the best, but I I like them. I yeah. I like the I don't know, there's just a pristine quality to them that I really enjoy even if even if they both have issues and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So if you're a Saw fan, for sure, like give this one a chance. Yep. Andrew and sure. I both put it around the middle. Yep. Yep. Now, for our final segment, Yes, sir. The thing we're going to end every episode with, and I'll be honest, Andrew, I'm excited. Um, <laughs> so, people listening, just as a reminder, at the end of each episode, one of us is going to name the next movie that we'll be watching. And let me just be clear. Andrew is, he's the one that's presenting the movie. hes He has a movie in mind mm-hmm. for our next episode. I have no idea what the movie is yet. We don't talk about this beforehand. No, we do not. So every time this happens, it's going to be very spontaneous. I don't know the movie until Andrew names it. Next week, when I name the movie, Andrew won't know it until I name it. Mm-hmm. So without further ado, Andrew, please. Man, I feel like it puts a lot of pressure on me. So uh, much pressure. I you, know. you better not mess up. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. Hit me with it. So this one, I'm just going to give you the background real quick. I'm not going to say what it yeah. is. But it it, it was one that I saw on, um, which is perfect. We I saw it on In Search of Darkness. And it looked like a blast. And it just popped up recently on Shudder. And it reminded me, the style of it, for, for various reasons, reminded me a little bit of Trick or Treat. Okay. And, and so it's... And, <laughs> It'd be like if Trick or Treat, from what I gather from In Search of Darkness, the look of this uh, villain would be like if Trick or Treat and Alien had a baby. Or, excuse me, Sam and Alien had a baby. Now, is this In Search of Darkness 1 or 2? 1. It's from the first one. So, my my pick for this week 
and I'm not sure, I'm sure you've seen it, maybe, I don't know, is Pumpkinhead. I have never seen Pumpkinhead. You've never seen Pumpkinhead? Nope. I love it. (laughs) Yeah? Have you seen that? You've seen this then. It's one of my favorites. (gasps) Okay. So I am going to, so as as our own little stupid rules go, Uh I'm going to rewatch Pumpkinhead this week. Okay. Perfect. And then you're going to watch it for the first time, and then we're going to talk about it next week. Pumpkinhead. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) I'm really glad you're excited about this. I was really nervous. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. Don't be nervous. I know, but I just, I want, you know, I just want it to be something fun for us. And I don't know. I just got nervous. No, it's, it's great. I love it. I see. That's the great thing. Like there's movies that I, I'm thinking of naming uh-huh. in the future, picking, but um, <clears throat> excuse me, but I've already seen them. I don't know if you've seen them, and I think I think we should always go with movies that we haven't seen. Okay, right. So in a case like that, I just have to maybe hope that one day you'll pick one of these movies, and maybe I'll just like send you a, a hint in your email or something, <laughs> like a little ad. <laughs> you'll be like, oh, hey, look at that movie. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so Pumpkinhead. So you're okay Ooh. with this one then? This is okay. I'm always okay with it. Beautiful. I, like I said, there's hardly a movie that you'll name that I'm not okay with. All right. I'm super excited. Yay. Me too. I've been waiting to see this, man. I'm really excited. Ah, oh, ah, oh, okay. <laughs> well, that's it. That's our second episode in the bag. Woohoo. We did it. Um, we hope you guys are enjoying, uh, our podcast. Again, I, I feel like this was a little tighter than last week, and it, mm-hmm. it's just going to get better and better. Yes, for sure. If anybody wants to email any movie requests, can't yes. guarantee we'll do them. Mm-hmm. But if you want to request a movie or if you want to ask any questions, the email address is funwithhorrorpodcast at gmail.com. Okay, so – and we are on social media. You can find us on Instagram. Just search for Fun With Horror. Uh, you'll find us Instagram, Twitter. We've even got a Spotify account. So if you find us on Spotify, uh, we've got some playlists that you can listen to. In <laughs> fact, I was going to ask you, Andrew. Yeah. Uh, you say you like to listen to some music at work. Have you checked out our Fun with Horror playlist? I haven't listened to it yet, but I've looked. Okay. So yes, I yeah, Ooh. that is a good. That'll be a perfect one for work. Be yeah. Perfect. And maybe I'll throw a pumpkin head in there now. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, anything else you'd like to say before we go? Uh, if you'd like, we would love you to, uh, for you, if you want, to go watch Pumpkinhead. So next week you are, you are sitting there with us as we, yes. uh, as we talk about the movie. <laughs> well, Andrew, Scotty, as always, love you, buddy. I love you too, man. This was a blast. Thank you. Yep. Highlight of my week. Me too. All right. I will talk to you next week. Sounds good. That's perfect. All right. All right. We'll see you and goodbye, everybody. Bye-bye. Hello, Detective Fitch. I want to play a game.